welcome to season two of the More Than Lucky podcast. This is Stephanie Lear, your host. I'm so excited to be making another season. Last season was really exciting. It was all new to me. We covered a lot of interesting things. Um, it really rooted from a place that I started the podcast and the conversation, and I really realized I needed to start letting go of control in my life. And I wanted to share that journey with you. More Than Lucky podcast, that comes from my personal philosophy that it takes more than luck in life. We have to work on ourselves. We have to make an effort. We have to constantly learn new things to evolve and to become these versions of ourselves that we feel really comfortable and happy and proud of. And so that's where season two continues to move towards is having that constant conversation about how we grow. Season one, for me, I was really wound up. I can look back on that now and think about all the tension that I felt, the anxiety that I didn't realize was my anxiety. It was really difficult. It was a lot to really pull the cover off of that to really let go of control that I was tightly holding on to. And the process of doing that really allowed me to start letting go of control in other areas of my life in healthy ways as well. Where I started was a pretty big deal for me. For a number of years, I had counted my macros, and that includes weighing your food and measuring it. And I had done that for a number of years and I had great results from it. And for me, it gave me a sense of safety that my weight was managed and the way my body looked and that I was happy with it. And so realizing that that was a big way to get started with letting go of control, I did it. And a, getting on a year later, um, at least nine months later, my weight's changed a little bit, but I'm not unhappy with myself. I think in large part, I feel so educated and smart and strong in knowing how to manage good diet choices. I just simply have to take responsibility for the bad choices that I make as well. And so it's been really freeing in that way to be at the grocery store and buy things that I never used to buy anymore. And so I can buy those things. I buy the frozen pizza. I buy the haagen But I do that with a sense of gratitude, but also with the knowledge of what it costs my body and how I have to take care of it so I can have balance. I've been seeing a lot of changes as I let go and I decompress. It's been an interesting theme to let go of the tension in my life this year. Interestingly, after doing my episode with Kara last year, we started doing vocal lessons together. She's an amazing teacher, and I'm so grateful to have been working with her. But that was definitely a theme in what we worked on together, is, and we still do, and it's still a process for me. Letting go of where I hold all that tension in my throat, in my vocal cords, being able to let go so that my strong, beautiful voice can be let free. Um, and so it's been interesting to have that evolution and having the reflection of that letting go of the tension storyline also in my work with Kara. 
So what's new? And life changes, I've evolved, these things have changed. So what of all of this is new for me? For me, it's just, I think the biggest thing is that I feel a new attitude. I do feel more relaxed. I don't feel like I need to get angry about things. I don't feel, I feel less tempted to place judgment or labels on other people and not doing that also, I think, is part of letting go. And so for me, that feels really positive. I definitely still feel the control issues. I I feel all that fear. It's all very real. But it's now becoming more of something that I'm aware of and that I can think about differently to make a different type of choice when I'm able to. Sometimes it's been about like giving into situations or giving into relationships or giving into feelings that I feel critical of myself for having. And in doing that, I've felt so much freedom and I've felt more confidence in my choices because I give in to the things that I want to choose for myself. And so there's amazing freedom that comes with that. And I'm really grateful for myself. And I still feel concerned about the future. I'm still really scared about making decisions, about changing maybe my housing situation where I live, if I want to have a bigger space and making commitments to spend more money and the fear that comes with that. And so it continues to be a journey and I'm really excited to start working on those things. But I think the work that I have done is setting me up to know that I can make it through the journey, even if I still have the anxiety about doing so. So this season, as we continue this conversation, I want to continue to share with everyone what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing, and the changes that I'm seeing in my life. I want to continue to have cool conversations and interviews with people that I know. I want to share their stories with you so you can um, also be inspired by them. Some of the topics that I really want to talk about this year, talking about finding purpose, the motivation to get started, accountability, saying yes and saying no, talking about what is fear. That's actually something we talked about in Mary Kay as well that I took a lot of value from. In light of my recent birthday, I also thought it would be fun to talk about what it is that I want to do this year. Some bucket list kind of things. And I also thought another important topic was building personal wealth. And that's something, an area where I definitely have some fears around that and some negative um, self-views that I don't think are healthy. And recently a webinar I watched really sort of opened my mind that, oh, that's a mindset thing. Like I'm blocking my own way. So that's something I want to dive into, work on and learn and share with you guys. Some of the other things I thought would be cool to talk about was creating space for new experiences and also creating and resetting boundaries. Um, That could be for ourselves or in other relationships that we're having. Today, what I wanted to dive into um, was to talk about that age-old question. Why are you so relaxed? (laughs) I was recently at a friend's house and 
she has a few more things going on in her life than I do with her baby that just turned one. And she looked at me with wide eyes saying, Stephanie, why are you so relaxed? (laughs) And I simply said to her quickly, I've been working really hard on it. (laughs) And that's the absolute truth. Since season one, I have been working really hard at being more relaxed, letting go of that tension, finding ways to unwind, and just trying to be at peace and find happiness with the present space that I'm in. I think that's part of what being relaxed looks like. But what does feeling relaxed sort of translate to? I think for me, someone who is relaxed, it feels confident with themselves. They don't respond quickly to situations, but they take time to evaluate and assess. I think someone who is relaxed and is at peace is able to be a good listener. They let those around them know that they're being heard. I think being relaxed and being at peace with yourself also gives you a sense of contentment because you're focused on the moment that you're in and not the future or the past or what you may or may not have. How did I feel before that, though? I didn't always feel this way. I think I think I've always been a measured person. Um, I definitely think that that could get mixed up for being relaxed because when a situation is happening, like I'm really good in an emergency, I do keep calm. But I think that's more related to the way I'm able to bottle things up and not be highly reactive in certain situations. Whereas if I'm really tired, I have no emotional bandwidth to keep anything inside. And I will let you know (laughs) how I feel, (laughs) terrible or otherwise. I think like before, like all the tension that I felt as well, really sort of felt like tightly wound elastic band kind of toy and then you let go of it and then the fan goes because the elastic bands retreat and they get a good spin of whatever it is you could feel really wound up like that like that elastic band inside of you it's interesting because i think that kind of tension has a different manifestation in different people's bodies So I think it is important to take time and if you do take the time to meditate, that's a good time to connect and listen to your body and identify where that tension is. I think, as I said earlier, um, I've learned that some of that tension is in my throat with my vocals and the way I talk. I know a lot of the tension is carried in my shoulders. That's something I've been aware of for a lot of years and I'm constantly physically trying to relax and release in that area. And that's another important thing to do. And I think doing the vocal lessons is helping me let go and relax in a different way as well, which is amazing. What am I doing differently to be able to do all of this to really achieve a different feeling that I'm feeling right now? Um, some of it, I think, is what I what I think of as basic things. Um, I think it's super important 
to get enough sleep. You have to know what's right for your body. My body loves a good seven hours sleep. If I get less than five, I'm going to be angry. I'll, I'll usually wake up after eight, though. Um, if I get to sleep in a bit on the weekends or something. I think sleep is a huge thing. The other important thing is physical activity. Uh, this year, it's been a little bit hard for me to be active, uh, given that I had the really bad ankle injury that had me unstable. But once that got to a stage where my physiotherapist said to go ahead, get active, work on your muscle, I've been doing some great fitness workouts on an app. And I found like flexible workouts with different energy levels and different lengths, anywhere from 12 to 25 minutes. And you can do even longer ones on that app. And so I found some really good things that feel good for me, even because I work at home. Um, I have my home office. If I feel tension in the middle of my work day, doing things like going out for a walk and getting some sunshine, just being outside for 10 minutes makes a huge difference. Halfway through my walk, I can physically feel the tension being released from my body. And one of the things that I do as I go on that walk, I think about release the tension, release the tension, or I say it aloud. And you teach your body how to do that by telling it so. One of the other things that I do is uh, meditation. That's something that I learned to do this year is actually something that um, Kieran sort of cued for me. And she got me turned on to a good meditation app that I've found really helpful for a guided meditation. And so you can start even with just a few seconds of focusing on your breath and eventually work your way to three minutes. And often I sit there and I do a five minute focus on your breath meditation in the morning. I love going to the park and sitting in the bright sun and focusing on that for five minutes. Today, I also was doing some reading of Eckhart Tolle's book, and he was also talking about the importance of meditation. And it was interesting because the chapter was talking about your inner peace. And he was talking about how it was important to give space around things. And that's part of where our peace comes from and that we don't feel so reactive I think from an early age, he describes us being taught as having short attention spans, whether it's the way TV programming is, the commercials, or just the way we operate in our lives, our kids today with their screen time and YouTube videos. Having a short attention span can play against us sometimes. And so it has us reacting very quickly to things. Whereas when we train our body to have space around things and to be able to turn off a bit of that narration of our ego in our mind that comments on our thoughts and is critical, if we can give space around that, I think that is another place in where we can find that inner peace and really be relaxed. And it made so much sense to me the way he described that. It's really like training a muscle if you think about it. If you want to have the strong biceps or compete in Olympic weightlifting, you don't start with like a clean press or whatever they call it. 
but you might start out with some other basic arm movements. You're going to start by lifting some light dumbbells. And I think meditation works as dumbbells when we're trying to train, retrain our body to have that peace and to quiet that inner narration. Because quite literally, as they said in the book, when you are focused on your breath and you're focused on what's happening in your body and you're focused within, your brain literally can't have another narration. Now in doing my own meditations, it often has a little vocal reminder as your th- as thoughts pop up, complete them and let go. And not even to be critical that you have these thoughts pop up, but oh, yep, that's a thought. I can let it go. And it's a thought that you can come back to later. And so in meditating and focusing on our breath and the process of breathing, it quiets our minds and we're training our minds to be able to behave in this way in other situations when we're not literally focused on meditating either. So that's something I'm really excited to carry forward. Um, He related this to a few different things. Um, He also related this to addictions and um, particularly for me in the way I make food choices and the way that I make bad food choices. (laughs) I think to me, it gives me hope to like, oh, that's a great point where I can take that tool and apply it there. And so when I'm sitting in there on the couch and I'm like, oh, I'd like to eat this and I'd like to eat that when that would taste nice before I go to the fridge or the cupboard, but really to sit there and focus on my breath and allow that little narration to float away. And for me to think about, is that really what I want to do? Is that the right choice? And sometimes when you give those moments the space that it needs, you're able to realign yourself and to make the choice that you feel really good about. So I think that's something I'm going to work on and I hope to report back some positive results with you guys. I do feel like I've been eating a lot of junk food lately. Definitely had some weeks ordering Uber Eats or whatever more often than I'd like to. God bless Taco Bell. But I think this is something that I can really take as a tool Um, to help slow down my thoughts and slow down my reactions about my bad food choices. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to try something new, um, but also just knowing that I can set myself up with a good plan because I have a history of having great habits in that department as well. Anyways, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me for season two. I'm really excited to continue this journey. Growing and evolving as a person never stops. And I think it surprises me constantly that people actually appreciate me sharing what my experience is. So I would love to hear from you as well. I want to hear what your experiences are, or I want to hear your questions. Please let me know what you'd like me to talk about. You send me an email, morethanluckypodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me on Instagram at one lucky podcast as well. So shoot me a message. Tell me what's up. Let me know what you appreciated about this episode. If something stood out to you, I would love to hear about it. Thank you so much. And I'll see you again next week. Bye.